Awesome. So welcome to Brave Space Live. My name is Tyshell and this is my lovely co-host. Hello. I'm Mel. <laughs> so we want to tell you why, how we got here, right? So we wanted to do Brave Space Live because of how we met last year. We met last year during the social unrest um, in the killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and all of the other names that we have not heard, right? So uh, I'll let, I'll kick it over to Melody so she can start with how we got to meet each other and then she'll throw it back to me and we'll talk a little bit about um, what we did that summer. So I know what you did last summer. That's a little weird, but yeah, that's, let's talk about what we did last summer. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so a lot of us remember feeling so powerless that time all those protests were happening uh, trying to get Congress to act, still trying to get Congress to act as of when this is being recorded. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought, you know, there are so many people in my life who are sort of, myself included, waking up, continuing the waking up process to the problem of racism and oppression in America. And I thought, well, why aren't there more resources for beginners for this stuff? Just straight beginner, like a, a space to ask dumb questions and not be shamed for it, right? A space to be able to learn and grow. And so I gathered some people together to teach a class. And I thought it would be really great to create a class that would be geared toward beginners for, for anti-racism. One of the people I, I was considered having teaching the class um, decided that he wasn't ready to teach the class and actually referred me instead to Taishal, which was a beautiful move because we have been friends ever since teaching this class together. It was an amazing experience. It was a 14 week class. We dived in deep to an incredible range of topics. If you'd like to take that class, it is still free at bravetalkproject.com slash anti-racism. All 14 weeks free. There's hours and hours and hours of videos and, and wonderful resources. We, we worked very hard on that show. And, uh, class, class, this is a show, that was a class. And, uh, and it was a growth experience for us as facilitators, even though we both have backgrounds in anti-oppression work. So I would love for Taishal to kick off uh, talking about our backgrounds and why we do this work and why we're so passionate about it. So take it away, Taishal. Yeah, so we, we got to meet because of our, our mutual friend, um, Ben. He is a lovely person. And he will say that I am kind of like his guide or his lead in doing some of this work. And he came, He was saying, hey, my friend Mel has put out this thought process of doing this class and she's putting together this work. Um, and she asked me to teach it. And I literally said to him, I don't think you're ready to teach it. Oh, it was um, you. I forgot I did, it was you. You're like, no. I did. I did say that to him. And he, and, and to be in the space that we had been friends for a few years. And he said, I think, you know what? I think you're right. Um, but I'd like to introduce you to her. Um, so you all can um, meet each other and maybe you could teach that class. And I don't think that if we hadn't been friends for as long as we hadn't been talking about race for as long as we had, that he would have been in a space to say, I'm not ready for this opportunity and give it to and and hand it over to me. But I had, I had built that kind of rapport with him. Um, and I think it's important. So I said that to him. He introduced me to Melody. And like she said, we started we dove in deep. She had a, an outline and a thought process. And I was saying, let's put in this, let's think about this, let's do it this way. So it really was a fantastic partnership between the two of us. And honestly, this is an, ex this is somewhat of an extension of that. And not just, not just the, the teachings, but the conversation that we had, because the lessons, the, the research that we did took a long time on the back end, the class would be an hour. And then the conversation sometimes would go for an hour, maybe two, something like that. 
and it was really good conversation and we thought and talked about like what if we took just some of these conversations and had them and you know got an audience together that could ask us questions and be able to talk about that so that's kind of where brave space you know was born and part of the reason that we chose the time the title brave space is because so often when we're having these conversations about race and gender and diversity and all of these things people say this is a safe space and you cannot call something a safe space safe spaces have to be created and cultivated right they really have to be cultivated to call something a brave space without putting the time in is false because there are going to be people in that space that don't feel um safe so what we do and honestly when we're both facilitating and i always say let's start with a brave space right how can we lean into our discomfort how can we have uncomfortable conversations even through the process of us doing anti-racism for beginners there were time where I, times where i was uncomfortable and times where mel was uncomfortable but we wanted to lean into it and we really built a rapport with the audience that we had live that was with us and letting them lean and sit in their discomfort and come back and talk about this discomfort so that's really what we wanted to do because to have these conversations in front of an audience with you all will be something we need to do as a brave space. Let's create a brave space because you're going to be uncomfortable and that's okay. So that's kind of where we are. And I'll talk a little bit about my background. So I'm originally from Philadelphia. I'm living outside of Philadelphia right now. Um, but I'm originally from Philadelphia. I'm a Philadelphia girl. My background is in counseling. So I got a degree in clinical counseling. I was like, I'm gonna be a marriage counselor and a family therapist. And that didn't happen. Uh, but thankfully I love the degree because it really helps me with psychological safety, which is why I think brave spaces are needed. Um, but I got a degree in clinical counseling and I started to work in higher education and I was building um, spaces for students to be able to have conversations outside of the classroom. Um, and I, I, once the pandemic hit and I started doing workshops that I had already started doing workshops before, but I kind of leaned into that work a little bit more because people were coming to me asking me for it. Um, so I built a consulting company, Graham Diversity Consulting, and I do small projects with religious groups. I've worked in India, I've worked in the UK, I've worked with Jewish groups, I've worked with um, colleges across the country doing this work. And right now I work as a DEI professional and I'll tell you what DEI is because you will hear that title, but you'll also hear many other ones. So DEI is diversity, equity, and inclusion. You may hear one of the new ones I like also, and I'm sure for anybody who likes, I think, uh, I'm not sure what show, <laughs> but you'll hear Jedi. Oh, if you like Star Wars, you'll hear Jedi, which is justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. <laughs> you'll hear ideas. That's the one you'll see. If you see an email from me, it says ideas inclusion, equity, diversity, and accessibility, wow. um, because That's often good. we leave out accessibility as a part of it, but you'll hear many different acronyms, EDNI, all of all kinds of things, but DEI work um, is the work that I'm currently doing. And I'll, I'll toss it over to Mel so she can introduce herself. Yeah, so I'm Mel. I have a background in theology and social ethics. Uh, social ethics is, uh, most of us are familiar with regular ethics, uh, the larger branch of ethics, which is uh, how do I be a good person in the world? Social ethics is really concerned with right relationship and what's more important than to forging right relationships in the world than making sure we have equity mm -hmm. and justice and that we've banished oppression and we've learned to relate to each other in healthy ways. 
uh, after, so interestingly in 2020, my book came out and I had been working on it for about two years. So, um, it was, it was tough to launch a book during the pandemic. I have to be honest with you, but the book was very timely for a lot of folks. It's called Brave Talk, uh, building resilient relationships in the face of conflict. And I wrote it after a decade long struggle, a decade long struggle with people in my life over differences of opinion and belief about politics and religion. Uh, a lot of us go through that. And I, th I believe as someone who does this work professionally, uh, who coaches people and consults about conflict transformation and restorative justice, I believe a lot of our problems stem because we lack brave spaces. We don't have the skills and the tools and the space to have difficult conversations. We lack skills in this arena. So part of the show for me and how exciting this show is, is that we get to practice that, we get to model that, we get to mm -hmm. learn and grow ourselves before your very eyes <laughs> uh, in this uh, beautiful thing that we've created that modern technology is allowing us to do. So hopefully we don't get ourselves in too much trouble. Uh, but good I'm trouble. Really Only good trouble. Good trouble. Yeah. And I'm really excited. So, so yeah, currently I work as an author and a consultant and a coach as well. Uh, I, I haven't done as much international work as Seychelles, so I'm, I'm not quite that fancy yet, but, so uh, but she did a Ted talk. Come on. Come I did. On. I did. Yeah. I think it has like a couple hundred views and you no, know. uh, <laughs> I watched it a couple times and I yes, used you. it in my workshops with people. So there we go. Then it's done its job. Uh, but, you know, so we want to talk for a sec about what we're passionate about. I'm passionate about anti-oppression, and Taishel is in particular. I've learned so much from working with Taishel. We have learned together. And um, this idea of communal healing, building, building a better world, is so important because a lot of us are, are realizing we cannot sustain the way we've been operating. It's not sustainable. It's literally killing us. And we've got to partner together to change that. And it's going to take so much work. And then we're not the only ones doing that work, which is great. There's a whole community of people around the world doing that work, a whole legacy lineage of people doing that work. Uh, but we're just hoping to move the needle a little bit for the people that we can reach. Yeah, and I will say, for me, one of the things that made me excited about doing this is because I learned through so many different mediums. You'll hear me through the course of this podcast and live show mention so many books that I've read and uh, uh, audio, and I'm, I'm an audio girl, so an audio book, but podcasts and then also videos. Like really people take in uh, media very different ways. If you can listen to it and you can watch it and you can read it, so many different things. So I think that's really important. That's what really excited me about doing this work. And then also Melody and I are in completely different places right now. I'm in Pennsylvania, she's in Maine, and we get to still be together having this conversation. So um, things that I am passionate about, absolutely uh, passionate about anti-oppression, anti-racism, and really honestly moving the needle for people who don't have a platform to be able to um, go into a graduate school class and have these conversations, but who are the everyday people? And I say that because 
when you think about some of the people that we know who have done anti-oppression work, and I'm gonna speak specifically for BIPOC folks, they were everyday people who were going through these struggles. So people like our Ida B. Wells and Fannie Lou Hamers and, and, and folks like that. So I learn about these about new folks every day doing this work and to make it accessible for people to be learning and growing. And I mean, I'm a, I have a background in education and clinical social work. So for me, it's just like, I wanna educate, but I also wanna make sure that it's accessible and not stuffy. Like it's yes. it's funny and it's- Thank you. And it's, <laughs> because Please. I've read books where I've been like, I, am I, are these, what, you know, like when a, when a teacher tells you to find the tenets of something and you're like, what is a tenant? Like, that, like, that's what I wanted to make sure that we were being able to have an accessible conversation. And as I call them, and I'm sure you've heard the term $5 words, like sometimes I use them, but sometimes there's such an easier word or package of words to use than to use all of my SAT verbiage. So yes. that that's that's kind of what we want to so build that space for. We're going to be wearing sweats and maybe drinking wine sometimes. We want this to be a comfortable space to the you're going to just drink water. Okay, good. Yeah. Right now I'm drinking water because the I had I had two glasses of wine yesterday. So I don't I had a I went to sleep with a wine headache because I have not had a drink since my wedding. So anyhow, um I got water today. Yeah. Gotta hydrate. Stay I'm hydrated. I'm old enough that like after a glass of wine, I'm like, oh no, my <laughs> stomach's revolts. For me, it's like, ooh, the first glass of wine is like, ooh, you could take a nap after this. The yeah. second one is like, oh. Why? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of space we want to create with yeah, you all. Something you can learn from, out. engage with, with, you know, listen to us and watch us in the background while you're folding your clothes and pick up some yes. language and books that we drop and different things like that. That's the, the space that we want to create here with you. Yeah. Not for you, but with you. With you. Yes. So please comment, be involved in this, grab a glass of wine or water yourself. Uh, and, and I think a, probably a final thing to say here about what Brave Space means to us is it's really the courage to listen and it's also the courage to speak hard truth, right? The courage to sit in discomfort, the, the courage not to run away, the courage mm -hmm. to face it, the courage to be patient with each other. Uh, the courage to be patient with ourselves. So just bravery all around. Absolutely. And I'm going to invite Tyshell if there's ever a, ch a case that she needs to call me in for something I'm saying or doing or spouting that is um, is problematic. I want to invite her to say something to me, and I'm go going to commit to not being offended because I'm going to be brave enough. You got a, you got an alarm going on? Yes. What's, what's that? So I, I have alarms that tell me to take my vitamins because I'm old. <laughs> It's true. It says take your vitamins, and I do actually need to take my turmeric okay. because uh, turmeric works on inflammation. So okay, great. Well, we can probably <laughs> sign off and let you go take. Your no, but I, I will say too. Um, and on the on the topic of calling you in, um, I want to be able to do that. And we've had that. Com Mel and I have had these conversations. Um, we've had conversations before and I say calling you in because we want to also be able to model that for when you need to call folks in in your life um, We say not calling people out and we really do want to call people in because it is important mm -hmm. Right and when someone's calling you in uh, I've also called Mel and been like hey, can you come to this workshop with me? Um, and model how to be called in and how to have a conversation and how to listen and learn and things like that So we want to be able to model that for you all um, um, 
we also we both sit in privilege. We both have privileges that we both have in our lives. And there will be times that I need to be called in on something that may be anti-LGBTQ because I am a heterosexual, cisgendered person, right? And I wanna be able to be open to that privilege of having these conversations. It's very obvious that I am black and Mel is white. Well, I guess pretty obvious anyway. What? But you know, <laughs> I don't know. But we'll be having these conversations and there will be times that either of us will need to, there may be times that you as an audience may need to call us in and yeah. we'll be taking that feedback and really learning from it and growing yes. all together. So that's all, all we ask of you. But it, this is that brave space. We yes. have it. Here, we, here it is. We're Absolutely. So starts. thank you for letting us introduce ourselves and what brave space means to us. And hopefully you'll see us every Tuesday at eight. We'll be there every we'll be Tuesday. And if you can't catch it live, you'll be able to catch it on these platforms later. Uh, we're also making a podcast version, so there's you have no excuse. No, I'm just kidding. You, <laughs> we're in your living room, your pocket, <laughs> you your house. Sorry. It's creepy. Uh, that's so but, creepy. Yeah. You'll see. Look, you can, I can see Mel's dog. My dog is yeah, over by there, so you'll see him. So you'll see us be, honestly, probably a little messy. Yeah. That's fine. But that's 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 life. I'll try to shower. I'm, yeah, I mean, I can't make any promises. Listen, my hair is going to be different the next time we have this conversation. Not the next too. time, but close to the next time we have this conversation. All it'll right. be different. So Great. just saying. Yeah. Well, we're human beings and we're doing our best. <laughs> and so are you out there. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. All right. See you soon. Peace. Bye.